With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm great. Is this Kevin? Yes, this is Kevin. Kevin Davis from NewReleaseToday.com. Thanks for uh, joining me for my series. I uh, don't know if Andrea got to tell you much about what I do for the website, but I'll just give you a quick overview. Um, I've been writing. I'm the lead. Re- I'm the lead reviewer, and I've also been writing uh, weekly behind the song devotional. Uh, articles for now my 13th year, uh, and I've written uh, 1,054 of them uh, in that time frame. Holy cow! uh, Are you 96 years old? (laughs) You'd think so, right? (laughs) Uh, uh, 
but from just what I've read about you, I can kind of tell we have a, maybe a little bit of a similar journey. So I'll tell you a little yeah. bit of my journey because I think it might flow nicely Me into too. kind of what led you to, to write Jericho. So yeah. um, I grew up with more of like a, a works-based uh, faith where it wasn't a personal saving faith and uh, would not have said I was a, a, a born-again Christian at all uh, into my mid-20s. Uh, but then I actually was a music collector and a DJ and heard that first uh, Jars, of, Jars of Clay record that came out in the mid-'90s and awesome. uh, realized, that, yeah, realized they were singing about Jesus uh, and realized they were yeah. doing it in a creative and poetic uh, but also personal way. Um, that I connected with, and uh, mm -hmm. I truly credit their um, incorporating their faith into their art uh, for leading me to a saving faith in the Lord. And as a result, I continue to be a music reviewer, started to see in the early 2000s that nobody was really reviewing uh, artists of faith. Uh, and I had wow. grown up wanting to be like a billboard, you know, writer or something along those lines. Um, and and, yeah. and started just writing reviews. Uh, so then I got recruited by this website uh, when it, it, it kind of relaunched uh, in a more wide way in 2007. So I've been writing for them ever since. So, yeah, not quite, um, you know, I'm actually, uh, just tell you how old I am, I'm 49, uh, and I have three teenage daughters. Uh, well, now my oldest daughter is wow. 21. 21. 21, 17, and 14, and uh, yeah, so you understand my motivation for why I do these, but when I'm introduced uh, to artists like you, I always feel like you are also in one of those bridge situations where you're infusing your creativity and your artistry, but you're melding it in with a testimony, um, and with that as like a stepping off point, I'd love to hear some of that in you sharing with me kind of the inspiration and personal application of the song Jericho. Yeah. I, first of all, thanks for sharing your story. That's beautiful. I, it, it, the Jars of Clay guys had a lot to do with my journey, too. Like, I remember hearing their music very similarly to you, not knowing they were a Christian band. Um, right. Just love, I loved that song, Flood. I was like, this is dope. It's a pop song. It's got some rock and roll in it. Great melodies. I'm on board and just fell in love with them. Yeah. And uh, I was still pretty young um, in in my faith. I, I guess I don't even know that I had much of any faith. I was more just kind of like cruising for chicks at the youth group at church, um, yep. which led me to a place where I was like, okay, I don't really get this. So in college years, I, I really not, I wouldn't say ran away. Um, but I would definitely say wasn't really it wasn't really on the forefront of my mind like um, relationship with God. It was I didn't know I didn't, really didn't know what that meant. Um, but I know the, the question had to do with Jericho. Jericho didn't happen until way later in the story. Um, Jericho has been this arrival for me of mm, even know I, I feel like it's just this it's a fierce you know I use the Jericho walls as an analogy for fears coming down yeah. for me it, it was so special because the song was not 
it, it didn't come from me trying to write a song. It came from a moment of sit. I sat down at the piano and just began to sing like without any specific idea or thought of this is what I want to write today. It was just, I was inspired by a moment, some chords that I was playing and I just started singing gibberish really. Sometimes I like to do that to get myself out of the way. Um, and the word Jericho came out. I, I didn't know much about the story until then when, when, you know, you know how it goes. Like when, when you say something, even in conversation with a friend or you hear something from a friend that just speaks so true to you in the moment, you feel the breath of God on it. And some, something in the room changes. Yeah. Like you're just like, wow, what the heck? I've heard that a million times, but it's different this time. What, what's going on there? So that word Jericho really intrigued me. And I, I read back into the story. I mean, I knew about Joshua. I knew um, about the marching around the walls, never really paid it as much attention as I did until, you know, it, in, in this moment, as I was digging into it. And I was just really inspired um, by his faith. Uh, it, it, I, I put myself in his shoes, you know, like you get a word from God not to invade and that this city was going to be yours. This is what I want you to do. I just want you to march around. It sounds completely ridiculous. I mean, what do you, you're just going to give me this city? That, it's not possible. That's actually impossible. The only way to get the city is to go take it. And yeah. um, I just remember having this moment of like, the realization for me that was so powerful in the story was, Joshua didn't have the city yet, but he had a promise while he was marching. And I believe the city was his the second he believed not necessarily on that seventh day when the walls came down, but it's when he believed that they became his. His marching around was just an obedient walk of faith. Um, yep. But in the spirit, those walls, I feel, came down the second he, he decided not to invade and to obey what the Lord was saying. And that really spoke to me. Um, I think just in my own personal journey, it's so easy for me um, to overthink things and to have to understand why I'm doing things. Um, but that story really spoke because it didn't make any doggone sense, but he did it anyway because he got a word from God and he just obeyed. And um, I wanted to write a song about that. I wanted to write a song that was in that, you know, in that soil of faith. So Jericho, it happened. I mean, over the next couple of months, it just kind of revealed itself. But, um, yeah, it's a really powerful story. I mean, can you imagine uh, being in his shoes? Another thing I realized was, I mean, that takes great faith to get a word like that from God and then actually march around the walls for seven straight days. But leading up to that, this is a man who witnessed the sea being split. Yep. And he also witnessed water pouring out of a rock. He saw miracles with his own eyes, and his faith was increased to the point that he needed that level of strength and faith to obey a word like, I'm gonna, like I'm, I want you to walk around these walls and sing. Like, that is just nuts. So, yeah, it's just a really inspiring story to me, man. And I'm at melodies and... Um, 
lyrics, once you have the heart of a song and you know God's on it, those things kind of follow. So over the next yeah. couple of months, I was just kind of waiting on the words to fall. And, uh, and they did. Very, 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 very thankful. And um, it almost feels like, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to be the one that gets to sing the song. And I know that it says my name on the writer side of it. But it doesn't really feel like I wrote the song. <laughs> I wrote the song. It feels like I, it just kind of happened to me. And now I get to kind of reap the benefits of it and have conversations with people like you, you know. It's just cool. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you for that uh, moment of obedience. I, honestly, I would say that's really what you did there. Um, and that is mm. the difference between not having a personal relationship with the Lord and in humility doing like what Joshua did and yeah. in the un, in the unseen you know power of God and really what I've learned in in my years uh, of walking with him now uh, is he can do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond whatever we could think or imagine right so mm-hmm. you I, I think you're giving me a testimony right now even about this song which I mm-hmm. love and I wanted to tell you this because Joshua has inspired me as well. Uh, my theme verse for 2021, uh, which I posted mm-hmm. on Instagram, uh, like, you know, December 31st. So New Year's Eve, I posted yeah. for 2021. My theme verse is Joshua 1.9, which says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And okay. that's, that was his faith. And, you know, you, you said the things about not living, not living in fear. And that, okay. was, my hindr- that was a hindrance of, of my own faith as well. I think I'm, um, I'm still a recovering perfectionist. Um, yeah. I would, absolute, I would absolutely say I am um, dealing still with the sin of, of pride uh, and not mm. having quite enough humility <laughs> to totally... Uh, live only in faith um, and and not by yeah. faith. And then what I've been inspired by is that one of my other heroes of the faith, in addition to Joshua, is um, Abraham. Uh, and the description mm-hmm. of him is that he went out in faith not knowing where he was going, and God credited that to him as righteousness and then called him mm-hmm. a friend of God. And I've been thinking mm-hmm. about, like, these were a couple of, like, like, wanderers in the desert, right? Yeah, you had Joshua, yeah. you had Abraham, and and what they had that maybe we all could use um, in especially this moment, right? Like, the, we don't have to talk about COVID per se, but just this, this battle, right. spiritual, spiritual battle we're all in, I guess is probably a better place to take this song. Yeah. Um, is that there are walls we need to tear down. Um, and right. And the best way to do it, the same way Joshua did it, uh, which is why knowing God's got it, but being obedient to his word and how his word can refine you sharper than a two-edged sword, and then kind of realizing your own frailty in front of him. So obviously a verse that just the first verse in the song just completely, well, actually, we could talk about that verse, but also the second verse with the truth was crashing through the pride and the blame, cutting straight into the heart of me. Yeah. Uh, but also 
built myself um, a double six stone tower of lies higher than the yeah. eye could see. It, and I, I, I see so much power in some of those confessional moments of the, in these lyrics where you're uh, being obedient uh, to potentially facing the fear of man, um, which is one of the most crippling fears we all have, uh, of what will people think about me if they really knew me, yeah. uh, if they really knew what was inside me. And what I love is then you then say, crying out to you, Lord, I'm desperate. Love, come rattle the yeah. cage and set me free. So the Lord yeah. redeems those kinds of prayers, and the Lord actually says, um, you know, to uh, put it out in the open, and he'll redeem it. So, so yeah. just off of uh, that, and I'll do my own Bible study kind of around the songs. So you don't have to worry about that. But oh, what I oh. wanted to hear kind of from you is kind of what has been some of the ministry you've personally even seen come into your life from being vulnerable and writing a prayer song like this uh, in obedience. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much that the Lord will reveal if we give him if we just give them our attention and affection, and I think that's what the gift of songwriting has been for me, is it slows mm. me down to think about, to take out the magnifying glass and explore the word Jericho. Like, mm. if I wouldn't write a song, I probably wouldn't take the time to do that. Mm. Um, and so I'm really grateful to, to have a, the ability to write songs because it's led me to this space it's almost like the bridge into the depths of relationship for me it's like not about the song it's about the relationship um but the song is the bridge to the depths of that relationship <clears throat> so as i explore as i explored you know the analogy of the walls coming down and fear and how powerful that is I also recognize, I mean, I, this isn't what the song is about. Like I chose to go a different route with the song and talk about how powerful, you know, the fears, the walls coming down are analogies uh, for mm -hmm. our fears coming down. But as I got kind of like the, the microscope out, I realized, you know, the, one of the most famous first scriptures around fear is that second Timothy one seven uh, yeah. for God did not give me the spirit of timidity and fear, but of a peaceful, powerful, and sound mm -hmm. mind. And mm -hmm. what stuck out to me was it didn't say that for God did not give us fear, but, right. but peace, power, and sound mind. It said the spirit of fear. And what really got me was what does the enemy do? He takes gifts that the God, God has given us and distorts them. Mm -hmm. So I think he took the gift of fear and distorted it. And that's what God's saying there. So it's not a, just about destroying fear and letting them, you know, get right. out of our lives. It's getting the spirit of fear in check, which is, that's what the song's about. Like, the spirit of fear needs to come down. But fear can often be the very thing that pushes us into God's purpose for our lives. And that really got me. I was like, what if we honored it? Like, what if... Uh, there's a book called Big Magic by a woman. Um, named, she wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth she's Gilbert. Awesome. That's her. Yep. She wrote a, a book called Big Magic, and in, in this book she, there was a line that really stuck with me. 
around based around the same topic of fear. She said, what if we saw fear as a member of our family, right? And we're taking the family on a road trip. You don't leave fear behind, although fear sits in the back seat, doesn't touch the radio, and it doesn't touch the steering wheel. But it's with you. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And it's, it's to be cherished and loved, too. So... Yeah, I mean, these are just things that kind of come to mind as we get closer and dig, peel back the onion, the layers of these beautiful gifts that the Lord has given us in Scripture, like, you know, Second Timothy 1.7. I mean, I've read that a million times, but never saw the word spirit of fear. And I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. So, yeah, I mean, this, uh, the word Jericho, in a moment where I sat at the piano and screamed it out, led me down a rabbit hole of better understanding fear in a way that mm. I don't need to be afraid of it. I love it. It's not well, to be afraid uh, of. It's something to be cherished. It is. Yeah. So <laughs> that's so funny. We're on a similar journey, clearly. Um, yeah. So the Lord, from me saying I wanted to have that same courage that Joshua had, has also led mm. me into that same realization <laughs> about what fear is. And I just, I think yesterday, shared Proverbs 1.7, so that yes. God's wisdom. Uh, and it says, the fear of the Lord. And notice that isn't telling you not to. It's actually saying have it. But, but have a godly fear is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And so what I realized wow. is that other fear I had before I knew the Lord was the one from the enemy. Um, yeah. By the way, this is going to be my this is going to be my Bible study around your song. I can tell. That's um, so good. Yeah. <laughs> that fear from the enemy is the is the corruption. Um, and you say yeah. that in the first line of the song, which I love. I was stacking up the years I spent trading punches with the enemy. That's like literally yeah. all of our journeys. If we, you know, weren't saved from you know a young young age, I suppose. Um, but even so, you're going to actually be attacked by the enemy. So it really doesn't matter. Um, yeah. And, and he's going to try to tear you down. He's going to try to make you despise wisdom and instruction. That's one of his biggest attacks is, is to make you numb to the wisdom and instruction of the word and of, of God's holy fear that he wants us to have a fear of his perfect holiness and an awareness that we can't be his level of holy ever. That's right. Um, Therefore, we need to live in a fear, a reverent fear, if there's another way of saying it, um, of one day being in his presence and recognize that we're never going to be good enough, so we have to live in that courage and faith of that grace he wants to pour out on us. And my pastor has a really great acronym for grace. He says, uh, he describes it as an acronym and says, God's riches at Christ's expense. That nothing, notice, notice we're not in that equation anywhere, right? It's, it's, Mm -hmm. he wanted to give it to us and he provided his own, you know, blemish free sacrifice. Um, of his son as the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And our job as the called, um, as anyone called, 
to have it saving faith is to drop the enemy's definition of fear, which is be afraid of what people will think of you and afraid um, that you're not good enough uh, and afraid you've messed up too many times to be worthy of that and instead live in that Jericho kind of uh, faith, which I love what you shared. The, the Timothy verse is fantastic. Uh, and then like I was reading you that Joshua 1.9 verse of strong and courageous and do not be afraid, that only comes from somebody who's trusting the Lord. And that's yeah. what your song does for me. It, it, it leads me into, um, well, one, I love, the en- I love the energy of the song. I wanted to tell you that. Um, oh, two, I know we picked your song uh, on another site I write for, um, UTR Media, which stands for Under the Radar, uh, as one of our mm-hmm. top gourmet songs of the year. Um, so I've been writing. Oh, wow. I've been writing also. I've been writing also for that site um, for the last, I guess, twelve years now. And what I love about that word gourmet is there isn't a dictionary definition. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of described as like regular coffee, only better. Um, so oh, that's cool. so if you ever see me use. Yeah, so if you ever see me use that word gourmet to describe your music, that's like my code for it. You know, it's like regular music, only better. Um, that's so, so good. Uh, There's a Danish word. So, that reminds yeah, me of, totally. I think it's holga or something. Holga, like, okay. it's, it's just the, the ultimate. Like, yes, it's just yes. better than I can explain. So I don't have a word, so I just say holga. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Um, I mean, when people use it, when people use it as a noun, I'm using it as a um, an adjective, right? So it's not really an adjective. So so the noun is a connoisseur of good food is kind of the idea. But this is the second part of it: a person with a discerning palate. So there you go. So Mm -hmm. like, I can have a discerning musical palate. (laughs) Therefore, if I call something gourmet, you know, that's me way way of having a discernment. so yeah, you get the idea. But um, but all that to say, uh, yeah, thank you, thank you for for the song. Uh, thank you for, uh, frankly, um, you know, uh, Andrea reaching out to me about interviewing you about the song. Yeah, but it's perfect. I didn't even know she did. To, and I'm very grateful. Yeah. yeah. Also introducing me to your catalog. So of course now I need to hear more of your music. I need to hear Evergreen and so on. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I will make sure. Uh, I asked her uh, for that. But, um, yeah, that you've taken me on the journey that is my devotional, which is I. Uh, this is a private recording um, that I will go back later and type up where I will add in the cool. lyrics. I will add in, um, you know, the, the high-level uh, information you shared with me about the song story and application. I'll fill in some Bible application, and then the end will be the Holy Spirit um, taking over and saying through me some of what you've heard me sharing right, right now, a, a study about that whole fear uh, concept um, and yes. whatever the Lord, whatever the Lord speaks through me is ultimately what we'll end up publishing. So as soon as that's Beautiful. done, I'll send it back your way in the next few weeks. I, I have a, a full schedule. Like I've uh, probably um, at the latest, I would say it'll be in March. Um, so stay tuned. Uh, and then we'll then we'll maybe talk again soon if that sounds good to you. I'd love it. Hey man, thank you for your time, Kevin. I appreciate it. And if there's any way I can be of service, just holler at me. No big uh, no big deal. I've got a lot of 
um, I got a lot of time on my hands in between watching my little girl and writing songs. So yeah, I'm available. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, well, it was a yes, pleasure sir. to meet you, um, and to look forward to hearing more of your music and continuing the conversation about another song in the future. And so we do. Uh, all right, brother. All Likewise. All right. God appreciate bless you, it. Take care. You too. Peace. All right. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.